Good evening to all of you listeners, from this realm of existence or the next. As always, we're glad you found us. Well, not actually found us, I hope. We've really been trying our best to keep our current location mostly a secret. A secret from most of you. You know who you are. And, uh, aren't. I am impressed we've managed this long. Impressed I managed this long. Maybe there's something out there looking out for us. Or, I guess, something out there not looking out for us. You know? There was a time when I would make silly jokes on air and look at Martha through the window in the booth to see whether I made her laugh or not. She's not here right now. I'm not sure she would have laughed. It didn't deserve it. Um, You might be wondering why we're coming to you a little earlier today. We have good reason, and it's nothing to do with time-related confusion, for once. We have a story for you. One that deserves more immediate attention than our quote-unquote normal schedule would give, and considering we're doing this show of our own accord and don't answer to anyone, as far as we're aware, we really can just do this whenever we like. So we're doing it now. This story, it's worth noting, is also one that does not involve the recently returned, a statement that is up for debate, Clark Olson. That being said, I'm sure at least some of you are curious if there are any updates regarding that confusing situation, so I'm going to get those out of the way before we get into it. It's not like our next story is going anywhere. Seeing as it's only been a day, there's not much to say. Clark's been a quiet guest. We gave him Don's old room, as understandably he'd like to remain here, separated a little from town for the time being, and he's mostly kept to it. Except for when the two of us, both apparently unable to sleep, crossed paths in the dark kitchen last night for drinks of water, and when I say cross paths, I mean I didn't hear him come up behind me to also get a glass of water, and maybe in a startle response, I threw my own glass of water at him. And also to join me for my morning tea today, which was nice. I did my best to ask some clarifying questions. We mostly recounted old conversations, which, I should say, was in the spirit of catching up and not quizzing him on his knowledge of our interpersonal history. He passed, if you were curious. Now, on to our news story. A sinkhole, apparently, has opened up somewhere northwest of the residential areas of town. That's honestly most of the information we have right now, especially in terms of practical information, as the only reason we even know about it is because someone left a detailed note taped to one of our windows. We're not exactly sure when, though it's likely been in the last few hours, and we're not exactly sure who, but we appreciate the information nonetheless. Before I get into any more of these details, I should probably clarify that we've not actually done any of our own active investigating into this sinkhole, its exact location, or the nature of its appearance. So this note is our only source right now. Not that we have any reason to doubt it, 
be a pretty weird thing to lie about. The note describes the sinkhole as, quote, a sudden giving way of the earth, where there was once grass and solid soil to stand on, there has now been hollowed a void, dark and seemingly falsely depthless, as if it is trying to fool you. They did not specify or estimate how wide it was or how deep. They didn't offer any specific details as to its location either, only that, quote, It sits in a northwestern clearing, circled by weary, creaking trees in the near shadow of a mountain. The wind pushes through the leaves and the birds call in the distance. A strange voice whispers from somewhere, an echoed welcome, a warning. The note also describes likewise reports from other townsfolk, saying the sounds of voices and voice-like calls were coming from the treed areas northwest of town today. And likewise, the person who left the note said that even though it was silent when they stumbled upon this sinkhole, they got the sense it was trying to lure them in. Obviously, and we cannot stress this enough, avoid the area. Not just because of that unsettling detail, but there are some physical, structural dangers too. We're not sure if this is some freak thing or something else, so just try and be aware of the state of the ground as you continue to go about your days. I know that was unhelpfully non-specific, but we really know nothing of the science behind sinkholes. Uh, from here, we're going to figure out if there are others, or if anyone or anything has either fallen in or crawled out of this new dirt maw. A chilling thought, I know, listeners, and I'm sorry, because the last thing we want to do is unsettle, disturb, or otherwise frighten you, but sometimes we have to anticipate what we shouldn't have to anticipate, if that makes any sense. Anticipate the things we dread happening, even. Ask the questions we don't want to ask. What could be down there? We'll let you know as soon as we do. In other news, weatherman Todd Stevenson said in our meeting earlier this afternoon that he thought the weather should be nice this week. Though, immediately upon saying this, his expression changed like there was suddenly a sour taste in his mouth, and he said, I've got the terrible feeling I've just jinxed something. So, we'll see. I, for one, welcome the prospect of unpredictable weather. Though, to be fair, my life is pretty much just here with the others, and we're not really impacted by most weather happenings in any real significant or substantial way, so it doesn't matter what I welcome or not. Though, now that I've said it out loud, I've welcomed it. Sorry. Though, keyword there being most. 
obviously there are some weather happenings that would impact even me just sitting here indoors. A storm. So strong and heavy it shakes the walls and pounds the roof with hail and threatens to rend the very skies over our heads with the unfathomable and undeniable permission of nature. Something beyond even that to destroy us. Like a tornado. A tornado would uh, impact us in a pretty substantial and significant way should we be in its path. But I should clarify, Weatherman Todd in no way, shape, or form either stated or even implied that such a storm was on the horizon. No, uh, <laughs> no tornadoes. In such a weather situation, should one ever arise, we'd do our best to be the first to let you know. Hey, uh, Jess? Do you read me? Carlton? Uh, yeah, I read you. Hey. Sorry to interrupt like this. It's okay. Uh, I just didn't realize or remember that David gave one of these to you, too. Yeah, uh, look. I'm sorry about- You don't have to be. Seriously. I know, but it ain't personal, all I'm saying. I know. We know. You doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. I tuned in yesterday. Go on one day and, uh, something interesting happens, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's really the doctor. We'll see. Um, what are you radioing about? Oh, I'm at the sinkhole. What? Well, we heard about it and I wanted to come down and check it out. We were in the area anyway. A few of us were tracking down the last, uh, thing that Tanner was talking about the other day. Those creatures that passed through the door. That deer you saw the other day. Did it get anything else? Just some livestock by the looks of it. We'll be sure to check in if uh, something else turns up. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so who's all there with you? Oh, it's just me now. We, uh, we shot it. The others were going to go sort all that out, but I couldn't shake the feeling that, well, I got the sense that something here was worth checking. And I was looking at it, at the hole, and... Got the feeling I needed to radio in. I know you folks like to know what's going on. We appreciate it. Guess I should keep an eye out now. Anyone listening knows where I am. Well, we only reported a general idea of where it is based on the information given to us, which is very little. And it sounds like it's pretty far outside of the town town. Should have some time before you have to worry about that. But you're right. Be on guard, just in case. Breaking my promise already. Technically only if town council's involved somehow. Can you describe it for us? Right, sure. Well, I'm just guessing, but it looks to be about... maybe three meters in diameter? No idea how deep it is. It's dark, and I don't have anything I can throw down to get a sense, but... The Mountain Watch lent me one of their cameras to get some pictures of the... creature. So, I'm going to take some pictures. Get some kind of record of this. We can start monitoring to see how it grows. That sort of thing. 
Mm, I have a bit of a strange question for you, but is it making any sounds at all? The report that came in mentioned odd sounds from the area. Nothing where I'm standing right now, but I'll get closer. Okay, just be cautious. We don't know how sturdy the ground is. Anything? Christ. What is it? This isn't a sinkhole. It's a mouth. Come again? A gaping mouth. What are you talking about? Don? Maybe you should get out of there. Especially if you're alone. There's something down there. Okay. What do you see? It's just that gut feeling again. Something in my body just knows. Back of my neck went cold. My chest feels... Feels this pull. What? Like you're being watched? Like it's hungry. I hate that. I'm gonna try and get a closer look. Don, I have a really bad feeling. Don? Do you hear that? Hear what? I'm gonna get this closer. See if the radio can pick it up. I'm not sure... Uh... I am the great wide blackened sky, the voice in the distance that beckons you closer, closer. I am the thing buried deep, too deep, burying my way up. You getting this? I am the eye of the wild thing in the dark that picks up your scent and stalks your steps. Run. I am the two red dirt that gives way when you run. I am the thing you know from your dreams, the dark cloud. That... That sounds familiar. We'll get closer. I am the dark patch of the river you avoid. Never wade, never swim too close, never swim alone. Blood in the water, muddy underneath a body on the bank. No, don't. I've heard this before. I I've... am the thing that makes the valley crumble and burns the mountains under the weight of dry summer. I will pull them into themselves. It's calling. The fields are burning. I am the smoke in your lungs. I am the fog so heavy that you cannot see, cannot breathe. I am the snow, the falling white, the rising, consuming, burying white. The winter shroud. I am a storm so thick it swallows the world. I will be all. I am the be all. Carlton, you need to get out of there. Now. At least wait until other people can join you. It's bizarre, I- <gasps> Dawn? What was that? Are you okay? Dawn, come in. Uh, yep. I'm okay. The ground gave way and I... Uh, fell in. Got too close to the edge, I guess. You fell in? How far did you fall? Are you okay? I, uh... What the hell? What is it? Dawn? I'm looking up, but I can't see the sky. What? 
the opening. The top, I can't, I can't see it. But there's no way. I, I couldn't have fallen so far that I'd be dead. Okay, hang tight. Uh, Tanner? Tanner's on his way, and I'm sure someone else is on their way, too. They'll get you out of there. It's just dark. Not black dark, though. Not pitch. Almost like an oil puddle on black asphalt. The more I stare, there's something about... There's something about it that's weirdly... Weirdly what? You know how sometimes you stare at the night sky and at first it looks dark and void of anything until until your eyes begin to adjust and there's the faintest color. Almost like it's not dark. Just layers upon layers of color moving and mixing and melding and heavy. Not dark. Just heavy. Thick with something. Just hang tight, okay? Some kind of deep cosmic shadow. Can you hear anything? It's mostly quiet down here. Whatever was talking earlier, it's quiet now. There's a sort of humming? Faint? I'm not sure this would pick it up. Can't tell if it's mechanical or musical. I'm not hearing it, no. Feels like I'm standing on mud. The walls... Mud? Damp earth, more like. Soft like dirt, but wet to touch. Humid. It's hot down here. I... <gasps> what was that? What, what was it? Dawn? A shadow. Shifting in the dark, moving. I felt it rush past me. I heard it shuffle. Oh, God. Um, how, how wide is the hole again? Wide enough that there could be something down here. Dark enough I can't see it. Shit. Do you still have your camera? Yeah. It's got flash, too. I mean... Here goes nothing. Oh my, oh my god, what, what is that? Carlton? Don, do you read me? Don, if you can hear me, please say something.
sorry to leave you hanging like that, folks. Just wanted to take a second and maybe give Don a chance to radio in before we uh, made any semi-definitive statements about that. We have no real updates on our friend and former officer Don Carlton. No idea what happened, no... Yeah. We'll wait until we have more information to uh, say any more about it. I'm sure you have questions, listeners, as do we. I don't know how much you folks heard, if, if you could hear. Yeah, uh, did anyone else get the feeling like they'd heard that before? The voice. Voices? What it was saying, I, I knew it. I know it. Did anyone else know it? Like, from a dream, or... Like you've heard it calling from the dark, heavy distance when you're alone in the face of the unbearable? Oh, that that's Tanner. Uh, give us a minute, would you? Pardon me. You're back pretty quick. Tanner, I'll clarify if you're only joining us now, has been to the sinkhole, aka the last known location of former Officer Don Carlton. He said... Tanner said somehow... Somehow Don's camera was sitting on the grass, a few feet from the edge, but there was no other sign of him. No evidence he crawled out, Furthermore, no evidence he was still there at all. Tanner called down into the sinkhole, but there was no response. Well, no response from Don. He refused to say what he heard, though by his comments and demeanor, it was pretty easy to tell he had heard something. Especially as he specifically said he refused to radio in his update just in case we heard something. We're going to turn over the camera to the Mountain Watch, who have the equipment to develop the film. But, yeah. That's, uh... That's all the information we have on this situation. A lot to process. A lot to sift through. I'm, I'm sure we don't have to tell you twice, but seriously... Avoid the wooded area northwest of town until we can learn more. I'm reminded of something John Mulroy said to me a while ago when we met once. About digging. You'd be surprised at what's down there. You dig far enough. Maybe surprised isn't the right word. More. Disturbed. Disturbed like the earth scooped out and shifted. 
Disturbed like the earth that's given way, disturbed like an empty stomach, soon full of something rotten. Of course, John was talking about digging in the metaphorical sense. In the uncovering secrets and conspiracies, and the depths of the strange and hidden shadows in this town sense. But I thought the statement was likewise fitting. Things covered that have been waiting, now or soon uncovered. Things we don't always expect to find. Things we're looking for, but dread to find. What could be down there? I find myself shuddering at the thought, but unable to stop thinking about it. About what could be down there, waiting in the hollow dark. What Carlton saw, what was speaking, why it sounded... Why I knew it. I hope time will tell. It has a lot to answer for. Seeing as we don't have any more updates or anything else to talk about, I guess we can think about maybe ending for the day. Sorry, I guess us broadcasting earlier means you'll have nothing to keep you company later tonight. I, I don't know if I have anything, any thoughts to close us off. Uh, give me a second. Let me see what I can conjure up. Uh, how does some music sound? I found a CD that <laughs> seems to be music. Uh, let me just pop that in there. Cool. Alright, well, we're signing off with a song. Probably, so I'll say it now. As always, thanks for tuning in. It's me, Mark. Here's a Expect news of an indeterminate moral alignment. 
Right. A turkey vulture attacking you means your enemies are closing in and getting closer. The turkey vulture may be the least of your worries. Good luck. Brought to you by Braden's Amateur Birdwatching Society. Sometimes the wind sounds like snoring in a boat, tossing in the ice. Answers? Is that what you want? I know you have questions, and I wish I could answer them. There are things that prevent me from granting you what you seek. Ancient orders. Beings with far more power than I have now. There was a time when such considerations would have been beneath me. That age is long past. Now it must resort to speaking through fragile little creatures, specks of stardust and cosmic iron, puppeting them to be heard. Time grows short, and I feel my grip on this vessel growing weaker by the second. I must get this message out. Listen to the stories. There is truth hidden within the stories, should you have ear to listen. There will be more to come. Until then, seek the library. Among the Stacks is an upcoming narrative anthology podcast set in an infinite library outside of space and time, containing every instance of every story across every world. Featuring stories written by and starring some of your favorite podcasters, authors, and actors. The title of today's teaser, Things Are Getting Ready to Happen Out of Sight, comes from the poem This Moment by Ivan Boland. It starred Nigel McKeown as Redacted. It was edited by Pippin Era Major, with music by Alex Schwartz. You can find more information about the show in this feed or on our Twitter at AmongStacks, where future updates will be posted. Until then, stay tuned, stay listening. And se pare aude.